course, joining us for our NASCAR talk as always. We've got Chief talking racing out there, uh, doing his racing this weekend. He's got a big, fancy sprint car weekend, I guess I should say. How you doing, Chief? Doing good. I got dude, I got a full weekend this weekend. Uh, after I get up here, got to go pick up the kids, put them out the door, then head out to Castle Grand for some dirt track racing. Tomorrow morning, got a uh, 9.15 tea time. Yeah, and nice instead of that, we're going back to Casa Grande for some more dirt track racing. And then uh, Sunday, cap it off with a cup race. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna be full. And that's on top of being in Vegas last week for the NASCAR race and then Auto Club for that weekend there. So are you tired of racing yet? <laughs> never. Never get tired of the racing. You, uh, but I not. am happy that next weekend I can take a chill. Although I think Live Golf is here next weekend. So, uh Maybe head down to Tucson for yeah. a couple days. It is next weekend that they're here. So, um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, but that's a different type of a deal than the racing side, right? So, so before we get started on the NASCAR stuff, just really quick, you got the ASCS. You're you're the uh, whatever your title. What's your title on this thing? Uh, series director, but yeah. apparently I'm race directing all night. But uh, yes, uh, dirt track racing and out Central Arizona Raceway, ASCS wing sprint cars, ASCS non wing sprint cars. And some more stuff is going to happen. Uh, mini sprints. I know Kyle Bush is coming out yeah. running a mini sprint along with Matt Crafton. Uh, yeah. Kyle Sun Brexton is going to run a junior sprint. So uh, if you're a dirt track fan or just a NASCAR fan, racing fan in general, come on out. Two 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 straight days. Racing starts at 6 p.m. both nights. And uh, Brad runs a pretty quick show. Or I guess I'll have to run a pretty quick yeah, show because I'm directing the whole thing now. Yeah. Uh, Tonight, I don't care how long you take because I won't be there. Riley's going to go work it uh, for me tonight. Uh, but tomorrow night, I expect a fast show from you. That's all I'm going to say. So. Riley's got to call you like, don't go, man. Dude, Jason sucked. He was terrible. <laughs> uh, I'll be watching it out at the Arca race. So I tune in and watch it. So, you know, so you got that going on. So, yeah, anybody at Dirt fans, uh, think Kyle Bush will be out there with his son, Brexton. And then, of course, uh, Matt Crafton will be out there also for the uh, now 600 uh, sprint cars. They're on the small track, but they're still fun to watch. They're uh, basically a chili, uh, not chili bowl, the uh, one before the chili bowl. The mini sprints. They're, uh, yes. Yeah, the micro sprints, mini yes. sprints, everyone want to say it. Yes. So I'm, I'm trying to describe it for the people that don't know out there, right? So um, it's going to be a fun weekend. Of course, uh, Phoenix Raceway. Tonight's the ARCA opening, the opening huge race for the ARCA series where – the, the National Series and the ARCA West are all out there uh, racing tonight. Tomorrow's Xfinity. Sunday's the Cup with the time change. It's a 1230 start out there. Um, but, look, big news coming out where they're changing the downforce uh, requirements. Basically, they're changing a bunch of stuff. We're not going to get technical here, put everybody to sleep. But, basically, cars are going to go faster. Well, at least that's what they're hoping, right? They're, they're hoping. hoping for faster cars, and not only that, but also they want these cars to kind of slide around a little bit, yes. which is something we really didn't have a whole lot of last year at the short tracks. And, you know, I guess Phoenix is now considered a short track, even though it's one mile. Um, but last year, if you go back to these races, not a whole lot of passing for the lead, not a whole lot of, you know, side-by-side racing. So NASCAR is trying to figure out what do we have to do, and drivers are like, make it to where we have to, you know, get up on the wheel for these cars and do something. So uh, they, they did They did a test out here uh, back in January. So a handful of drivers tried out this new package. Basically, they removed some stuff underneath, made the spoiler two inches, so a lot shorter there. Said, all right, boys, now go have at it. And we're going to run this here uh, starting this weekend at Phoenix Raceway and then also at all the courses that are under or a mile and under and also uh, the road courses getting this uh, package as well. 
Yeah, so uh, basically they threw a little wrinkle into this weekend. Now, you know, I was a little worried about this weekend with what we saw last weekend in Vegas, and I know it's a mile and a half, different different type of a track. But, uh, you know, I mean, those Chevrolets were so fast last week. And going into this weekend, it's going to be 88, 80 degrees and sunny. We had Ty Dillon on earlier in this week. He said the weather didn't really affect the cars and the driving out there. But then I read a lot of other stuff from crew chiefs saying that they were kind of caught off guard with the grip, with the cooler tracks. That's not going to be a problem this week. So these guys are going to be fast out here. Uh, what are we expecting this weekend? Well, I think grip does come into play this weekend because we're going to have, I believe, 80-degree temperatures. And, I mean, you get... Air temperatures. What, the, yeah. What is low down for us on these cars, and then you expect them to slip and slide around. The track temp, I mean, the air temp's going to be 80. The track temp's probably going to be, what, 1, 120? Uh, you know, especially after the cars get on it, it's going to be uh, pretty hot. So you can kind of see these guys slide around a little bit more. Uh, you know, going to be a lot of adjustments, I feel like, uh, happening throughout the race. With some of these guys trying to play catch up, but uh, you know, then again, I say that today they do have a hour long practice session that starts in a couple hours, so maybe some of these guys get that new package dialed in. Yeah, so I'm then so qualifying tomorrow is going to be interesting to watch, right? What these guys do when they when they get out there after practice today, uh, no doubt about it. It's going to be an interesting dial it in type of a weekend uh, here coming up for the Cup guys uh, going into it now. Here's the interesting thing, right? We talked about the Chevrolets and how they, they, you know, they like they didn't win. You know, Kyle Busch had the fastest car, even though he didn't win. You know, in uh, you know Auto Club. Uh, you know, the nine car, of course, not now being driven by Josh Berry, isn't expected to be a leader by any stretch going into this. But going into this race this weekend, the favorites are a couple of Ford boys. All right, Joey Logano and Ryan Blaney are the co-favorites to win this weekend. And Ford's been the worst car on the track so far this year. Is it safe to uh, is it safe to go with those two guys, or you know, totally fade these two guys going into this weekend? For some reason, Phoenix is one of those tracks. Once you figure out how to race it, you're gonna be consistently good. I mean, go back to you know early last decade. Kevin Harvick won six out of eight races. Uh-huh at this racetrack. Uh, he just found something, and he kept it going. And, you know, that was over two organizations. He got it done at RCR, Richard Children's Racing, and then he went over to Stuart Haas Racing and continued to get it done. Um, you know, going back to last uh, season, I mean, Chase Briscoe was, you know, and I think all of our eyes was a shock. He qualified good last Absolutely. March, came out, won the race. Uh, but, you know, you look at Ryan Blaney and Joey Legato, who are the co-parents this weekend. Ryan Blaney started on the pole last March, finished fourth, started second in this race, or in the fall race, led the most or led the second most laps, and finished second last uh, week or last uh, November to his teammate Joey Logano, who oh by the way won the championship in this one. So I mean, I look at those two drivers definitely. Uh, Ross Chastain, another driver who finished the top five in both those races, along with Chase Brisk. I mean, there's four guys right there who literally finished in the top five in both races last year. So I, I think you know the Ford guys kind of have the advantage going into it. But man, it's going to be fun to see. Uh, Ross Chastain, who talked this week about getting his confidence built back up after last year. Yeah, it did. I was an interesting story about Ross Chastain because you think he would have a ton of confidence with what he did last year, and the opposite happened, right? <laughs> well, you know, I think when you look at, you know, obviously the hell melon, it's going to live in infamy. I believe Martinsville this week took the wall down to, yeah. to do something with it. But, I mean, you go back to that, Ross wasn't going to make it to the final four. He needed that one last chance. He made the most of it, but once he got to the final race, yeah, he drove his way up from 25th to 3rd, but he wasn't really a factor that entire race. And 
with a lot of it having to do with the package that we ran where Logano was able to get out to the early lead and just run away from the field. Could be, but, you know, then again, a lot of guys were saying, well, you know what, did Ross really earn this trip into the Final Four by doing what he did? Didn't really race his way in. Now there's a rule where he can't do that anymore. So, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of one of those things as a competitor. Yeah, you feel good because you were in the Final Four, but then again, you look back at your results and it's like, wow, I didn't win a race since April at Talladega. Like, what happened that last part of the season and how am I in this spot? So, well, I that I mean, that affects the confidence. But, you know, like Ryan Blaney last year, you know, made it into the playoffs without winning it all. And, you know, he's right back with the confidence this year. I guess it just comes down to the younger driver, you know, side of it. But one thing about Logano is he's always a threat here. So I've seen Logano, you know, just be like, you know, just run a consistent race here. Nobody thinks he's going to win it. And boom, he's there at the end and wins it. That was, I want to say, 2019 when he did that. And I was telling uh, ex-old gold workers here, like, watch Logano. He's going to end up winning this thing. I got laughed at. He ends up winning it. And then you've seen Logano, like, in November, where he dominates the whole race and just runs away with it, uh, you know, type of a situation. So at the driver's side, it's going to be interesting to watch. Now, the Chevys have had some engine problems this year, right? Kyle Larson at Auto Club. The Spire Motorsports guys, we had Ty Dillon on earlier talking about his engine problems. You know, when was the last time you saw a motor, you know, expire on a NASCAR track? It's been how many years, right? And he's had two this year happen. So there's something with these Chevrolets that they've had a few problems with on there, especially especially with the uh, five car with Kyle Larson. Do you think they've got that figured out going into this weekend? I, you know, I really think to do. Uh, you know, the issue they had, it wasn't really so much motor-related uh, that happened at Auto Club Speedway or something to do with the computer diagnostics and dynamics and whatnot. And once they got it fixed, I mean, he came out and, you know, we talked yeah. about it a couple weeks ago where he had 22 of the fastest laps of the race and he was, you know, 20-something laps down in that race. So uh, I, I think they got it figured out, especially last weekend. Uh, both of them and his teammate, William Byron, were very fast. Uh, you know, William Byron, also the fastest car of the day, won the race. But if it wasn't for a late caution, Kyle Larson would have been right there in victory lane. So I, I think those guys have the engine issues figured out. Uh, not to be sure about Ty Dillon and Spire Motorsports. He might make it three for three this weekend. <laughs> Sorry to say that third time, but uh, yeah, I mean, something's up with that 77. I mean, the seven car, we, we've kind of talked about a lot this year with Corey LaJoy. Like, man, look what, look how Corey's doing. Look what Corey's doing here. And that 77, Ty Dillon just uh, cannot get out of their own way right now for whatever reason it is. So Kyle Busch, you know, we gave him all of his praises after winning Auto Club, and then he goes to Vegas last week, you know, has a, you know, gets a little loose you know, checks into the wall early in that race, fights back, has a very nice finish to him there. Is he going to continue uh, the speed that he's got going into this weekend? I, I don't think he does this weekend. I, I, but then again, it all kind of comes down to what they learned this hour-long practice. But I look at Kyle Busch, and it's like, all right, last year he finished seventh in both races with this next-gen car. And I'm only using the next-gen stats, basically, because this is you know, the only time we've seen this car in package and whatnot. So, I mean, I look at it, all right, Cooley finished seventh in both races last year, but now he's with that RCR team. And, you know, last week was kind of a kick in the crotch for him where uh, they slapped that wall, tried to fight back, you know, came up a little bit and then got passed a lot. They were late. And then that late race restart came home just, I think, just outside the top 10. So, I mean, when I see Kyle Bush, I think, hey, maybe a solid top 10, uh, a working man's top 10, you know, where they're battling around the 13th position, maybe a late caution comes out and they, get some track position, but uh, I don't think uh, Kyle's going to be that fast this weekend. So what's your prediction for this weekend? 
Uh, this weekend, I, I think this is the right time for not only Ryan Blaney, but also Chase Briscoe. Uh, you know, like I said, once you figure out this racetrack, you figure out something, and it just clicks. Chase Briscoe last year won the March race, came home fourth in the fall race. Ryan Blaney came home fourth in the March race, second in the fall race. I think those are the two guys to watch out for. I was just looking at the odds. I think I'm going to throw my money on Ryan Blaney. You know, nothing tells me I should. I still think he gets it done this weekend. <laughs> well, the problem with Blaney is he just hasn't won in a long time, and there's always something that happens to him on the track to where he doesn't get that win, right? But he's very fast. He's competitive. I, I will say this. I feel like there's going to be a little motivation with Ryan Blaney this weekend because uh, if you haven't heard, the NBC does a podcast and uh, with Nate Ryan, one of their writers, and Kyle Petty was on it this week, and Kyle Petty flat out called out Ryan Blaney yep. uh, to the effect of, hey, I think Ryan Blaney is the new version of Casey Kane where we talk about potential, but yet nothing materializes of it. Yeah, it, it was an interesting uh, converse, you know, conversation. I, you know, the problem with Blaney is he, he shaved that uh, mullet or long hair look that he had, and he hasn't been good since, so he just needs to regrow the hair, right? It's because he found a girlfriend, all right? We all know that. Yeah, well, That's I what happens. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to let you say that. So, look, this I mean, weekend. Chase Elliott, Chase Elliott gets a girlfriend, guy breaks his freaking leg. Come on now. <laughs> So this weekend for me, what I'm interested in, the things I'm going to be watching for is are the Chevrolets keeping that speed uh, going into this weekend, right? It's a smaller track, but like you said, you get out in the front, the cautions, uh, if there are cautions, which we generally don't get a ton of them here, uh, if there are some, it'll keep the, the, you know, the racers together. But do the Chevy still have that speed? I agree with you. Logano's always a threat, which then also makes Blaney a threat. But you, I can't put money on them yet because of just the way they've started the season, uh, you know, going into it. Logano, though, is always sneaky here, somebody to watch. But, man, you can't go against those Chevrolets right now. Even, look, you didn't even mention William Byron, who ran, had the fastest car by far last week. Uh, and quite frankly, even though he beat Larson with that last deal, he should have been the winner. Uh, of that of that race, the way he ran the first couple stages there. So, I mean, you didn't even mention him at all. Yeah, I mean, that's what's kind of so great about NASCAR, right? Is I mean, I think last week we didn't even mention Kyle Busch, right? Uh, there are some of these other guys that had finished in the top five. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, William Byron last year finished sixth in the fall race. Phoenix just really hasn't been like a William Byron-esque track. Uh, 18th oh, last March after starting third. Uh, I don't know. It's, for, for some reason, I look at Phoenix and William Byron, I always feel like it's not going to go too well for him. But uh, we'll, we'll see what he does this weekend. But like you say, Kid was unbelievable last weekend. So, uh, you know, him and his teammate Kyle Larson, who Larson, he's won here in the past. Obviously, Hendrick has a great reputation here at Phoenix Raceway with not only Jeff Gordon, but Jimmy Johnson when he was so dominant here, and Dell Jr. and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, they won two of the first two championships here were won by Hendrick Motorsports drivers. So, obviously, a great relationship there. And, uh, you know, I think Billy Byron, Kyle Larson, and uh, we'll be good. Uh, Alex Bowman, home. In my hometown track, he should be decent. <laughs> well, Jeff Perry, all right. Well, well, you know this track, speed wins it, right? In theory, speeds wins it, but it also it comes down to two things: if you get out front early, and it, it's hard to catch you when you get out front, uh, and then two, those green stop pit stops that happen here because of the lack of yellows for the most part. Uh, it, it's interesting, and then it comes down to the late restarts because you know it's NASCAR. There's always a, a wreck that's going to happen, and you know a ten to go or whatever. Um, so it's like three different phases to win this track. But uh, let's talk about my guy really quick. Let's finish up with him, 
Bubba Wallace showed up last week, man. He almost got it pulled out, right? He, he had a fast car out there. Uh, is this the uh, – he's, he's always struggled here. He, he's, he's, done, he's ran well here and finished in top tens, but he's never been a threat to win. Is he starting to put something together? Last year at this track, two twenty-two, two twenty-second place finishes. I do not see Bubba Wallace being a factor this weekend. One, one of them was a do not, did not finish too last year. He crashed into the wall. Yeah, but he, he could prove me wrong. So we'll, we'll see. But yeah, like you said, I mean, pit road's going to be key. You cannot make mistakes this week because if you make a mistake on pit road and you're speeding, you have to come back in. Yeah you're going to be down like three laps. So uh, try to limit those mistakes, guys. There's been a lot of speeding penalties this year to begin the season. And, um, you, know, Kyle Bush, you know, Kyle Bush won with a speeding penalty, and then he won Auto Club. But that'll kill you here, like you said, because you go down laps quickly here. So, all right, man. We'll it's get... a tough pit road to get on to. It's a tough pit road. Well, probably one of the toughest, I think, in NASCAR. Well, just that turn, right? So where you situate, it takes you forever to get to your pit, you know, pit box and – and to get out of it, it's, it is a unique uh, perspective on that. So, hey, man, we'll get get down to Casa Grande. Good luck tonight down there uh, running the show. Uh, it's going to be a fun sprint car racing, uh, and I'll see you tomorrow night down there. And, uh, of course, Sunday out of the Cup uh, Series uh, race out there at Phoenix Racing. Man, have a good night. Thanks. I'll uh, call you later and talk crap on the drive home, all right? All right. Sounds like a plan, man. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>